Hello, everybody, and welcome to my first episode of Divine Time with God. How did my passion for divine time with God begin? Well, I have a love for God and a desire to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. As we are living in divine times, I thought it would be an amazing idea to reach people all over the world through podcasting. Why podcast, you ask? This word of God is uniquely situated to fit your busy life, and you can listen any time of the day. Expressing the word of God through podcasting literally adds new dimension and content. Podcasting offers so much more than written media. Series of spoken words of God can be easily downloaded for easy listening. So stay tuned for daily devotions, prayer time, testimonies, and amazing guest speakers to come. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into my new episode. Today's covenant blessing is salvation. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine salvation over our lives. This topic I'm going to discuss is very important to me because there was a time where I didn't know what was salvation. I didn't know God, and I was just a lost soul. I was a lost soul who was living a sinful life. And I had no clue that Satan had control over my life and I was heading down a destructive path until I met salvation. I looked up the word salvation in Wikipedia and it says saving of the soul from sin and its consequences. And to me, I feel like this is incomplete. Biblically, salvation is saving our soul from eternal death, which is hell and separation from God. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 reads, In acceptable time I have heard you, and the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. This verse tells us that God offers salvation to all people. Many people put off a decision for Christ thinking that there will be a better time not knowing they could miss their opportunity altogether. There is no time like the present to receive God's forgiveness. I remember when salvation was offered to me. I was a young lady in my early 20s and I was so caught up in the worldly things and I thought I was living my best life. When the offer came to me at that moment, I became hesitant. And when I think about the past, I asked myself, where would I be if I walked away from salvation? I do believe that God had ordained that day for me to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And even though I was hesitant, deep down in my heart, I was yearning for a void to be filled. And at that moment, I put everything behind me and accepted salvation. That was the best decision I've ever made in my life. It changed my life completely for the better. Beloved, don't let anything hold you back from coming to Christ. The right time is now because we are living in a time where we're not promised tomorrow. The way, the truth, and the life. Jesus was answering a question to one of his disciples by the name of Thomas in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 6. And it reads, Jesus said to him, I am the way, 
the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This verse clearly says Jesus is the only way to God the Father. Some people may argue that there are different ways to God or to heaven, which I've heard in the past. I've heard people say, well, you know, if I'm a good-hearted person, if I love people, if I help people. I find it so interesting that people truly focus on how limited it sounds to have only one way when we should actually be thankful that there is a sure way to God, which is Jesus. As the way, Jesus is our path to God the Father. As the truth, he is the reality of all God's promises. As life, he joins his divine life with ours, which is such a blessing both now and forever. Jesus is, in the truth, the only way to the living God. If you have accepted this truth, then you have declared divine salvation over your life by faith in Jesus. You will receive his grace. Salvation is a gift from God. Salvation from sin was the purpose of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, which is why it is a gift that we surely don't deserve. But because of his grace and his mercy upon our lives, he gives us a chance to make it right. John chapter 3 verse 16 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I would like to offer salvation to you today. If you never received salvation and you want to get right with God, or you are saved but turned away from God, let's come to Jesus together with me and pray this salvation prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I will trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. If you receive this prayer, you have been saved by grace. Beloved, I encourage you to find a local Bible study group so you can grow spiritually. Start a prayer life to get closer with God. And find a local church to help you with your spiritual walk. Well, I came to the end of my message And I just want to say thank you for listening. I pray that this message was a blessing to your soul. Let's connect at my next episode. Thank you and God bless. Talk to you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. And today's covenant blessing is healing. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine healing over our lives. Some may ask, why does God allow sickness and disease amongst us or a loved one? This question can be a bit challenging, and I also believe this is the very reason why some people choose not to believe there is a living God because of the suffering that goes on in this world. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 reads, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. God allows sickness because we were born in a sinful world caused by one man, which is Adam. And if you read the book of Genesis, you can learn how sin spread to all mankind. 
Our sinful nature causes us to become sick in our bodies like addictions, sexual perversions, deception from the enemy, prideful ways, and that's just naming a few sinful characters that is accepted in this world. God allows sickness to test your faith. If you know the story of Job, chapter 2 verse 7 reads, Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. Now, if you listened carefully, this verse said Satan went out from the presence of the Lord, meaning God had allowed Satan to smote Job with a disease. If you know, if you um, read this, if you continue to read the story of Job in the Bible, it also tells you who Job was. He suffered immensely. Job was tested. His faith was tested. He was a man who had an upright character. He was wealthy and he loved God. But God allowed Satan to destroy his flocks, his possessions, his children, and his health. But Job refused to give up on God, even though he didn't understand why he was suffering. In the end, God restored Job and gave him double portion or greater blessings of what he had lost because he was persistent in trusting God. So what does that mean for us? We too must trust God when we're facing difficulties we don't understand. God allows sickness so that his glory may be shown. Jesus heals a man who was blind or born blind. In this story, the disciples asked Jesus who sinned, him or his parents. So they automatically thought this man was full of sin or his parents. Sometimes sin is not the reason behind a sickness. In this story, Jesus answered the disciples in the book of John chapter 9 verse 3 and it reads, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Sometimes God can use a man or woman of God to heal someone at that very moment through prayer, laying of hands, or words of encouragement. Jesus healed the blind man at that very moment so that he can be glorified. Sickness can be an attack from the enemy. John chapter 10 verse 10 reads, The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. So this verse basically tells us that the thief takes life, but Jesus gives life and he gives it abundantly richer and fuller. Through all sicknesses and diseases, we have a healer, we have a redeemer, and his name is Jesus. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26 reads, and he said, if you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God and know what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you, which I have put on the Egyptians, for I, the Lord, am your healer. God promised that if the people obeyed him, they would not suffer from diseases that plague the Egyptians. God's commandments is to keep us free from sickness. If we want God to heal us and care for us, we need to obey and submit to his directions for living. God gives us the freedom to choose whether we want a relationship with him or not, but he does not give us the freedom to live any kind of way because we may fall into sinful acts that has consequences behind it. It's okay to go to God when our hearts is heavy and pour out to him, especially when we don't understand. Sickness can lead us to a greater dependence on God, and it can lead us to obey him. 
Beloved, let's come to Jesus and declare our divine healing through prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today asking you to forgive us for our sins. Lord, we ask that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you, O God, that we can come to you in a time of need when our hearts is heavy with despair and we have no one to turn to for healing. Lord, we come to you for help. Help us trust you when we do not understand what we are facing. Life can bring emotional, physical, and spiritual sickness. But Jesus, who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. We claim health by your precious blood. We bind the spirit of infirmity, sickness, and disease and release your divine healing over our lives, and that you may get the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I pray that this devotion was a a healing and a blessing to your life. May God bless you and let's connect at my next episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into my new episode. Today's covenant blessing is strength. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine strength in our lives. When I think about strength and how to gain it, I immediately think about physically training your body with exercise. However, there are different ways to gain strength. There is a natural way, which is the physical training of the body with weights and exercise. And there is a spiritual way, which is meditation on the word of God and prayer. Although physical exercise is good for our body, but it is not enough. Even the strongest person can become weak and tired. I like the story of David and Goliath because it has so many meanings to it. David, who appeared small in front of Goliath, was called a mighty man of valor because he was strong and brave. David's confidence and trust was in the Lord, which gave him strength to defeat Goliath. So I ask you today, where does your strength come from? Especially when we are facing a Goliath in our lives. Goliath was described as big, intimidating, and harassing. When facing a challenge described as Goliath, we can become weak and weary. Friends, our true and divine strength comes from God. Isaiah 40 verses 28 to 31 reads, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God is never too tired or too busy to help and listen. His strength is our source of strength. When you are facing challenges in life and cannot go another step, remember that you can call upon God to renew your strength. We need to trust and have confidence in God so we can be strong and brave to defeat our Goliaths in life. 
God loves us so much. He wants the best for us. We have to have faith in God to overcome challenges and call upon him to give us strength. Friends, I'm coming to the end of my episode and I would like to leave this verse from the Bible. Psalm 46 verses 1 to 3 reads, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear Even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. We are living in troubled time of uncertainty, hurt, and pain. God is our only hope. As you witness the trials and tribulations of the world, we need to run to God for his safety and his strength to help us through this challenging time we are facing today. But friends, don't worry, God is in control. Let's declare his divine strength through prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and ask you to forgive us for leaning on our own strength and not coming to you for help. Lord, we give you our weariness and weakness and ask that you will give us your divine strength to come against life challenges that are way too big for us to handle on our own. Help us to put our trust and confidence in you so that we can soar on wings like eagles and not grow weary and that we will walk and not be faint. Because that's what your word says. And we want to stand on your word and stand on your promise, O God. We declare your divine strength in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening, friends. Let's let's connect at my next episode. Thank you and God bless. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. Today's covenant blessing is divine security. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine security over our lives. This message is so important, especially the times we're living in today. We are living in a global crisis where we have no choice but to trust in the only living God. As I witness the media, the news, government, trying to put fear and anxiety into our hearts to paralyze us spiritually, it will be difficult to turn to God if we are paralyzed with fear and anxiety. God wants us to come to him and not fear. For example, if you have a child and if they were in trouble, you'd want your child to come to you and not fear, correct? Well, that's how God feels about us. For the Bible says in Psalm 50 verse 15, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. This is the time to call upon the Lord and not fear of this crisis we're facing. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. This is a scripture for a time like now and forever. We need to trust in the Lord wholeheartedly and give everything to him. Our worries, our fears, our anxieties, our entire life. We need to trust in his word. Jeremiah chapter 17 verses 7 through 8 reads, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. 
For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in a year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. This verse helps us to understand about those who trust in the Lord. Those who trust in the Lord flourish like trees planted by water in times of trouble, like we're living today. Those who trust in, the, in their jobs, in their bank accounts, their wealth, people, media, news. These natural things of the world have no power than the Almighty God. If we continue to trust in the natural things of the world, we will end up being impoverished and spiritually weak. We will have no strength to draw on. But those who trust in the Lord will have abundant strength, not only for their own needs, but for needs of others. If you trust in the Lord, you will be able to help others that are in need of prayer, that are in need of food, that are in need of money, that are in need of, you know, help, physical help, natural help, spiritual help. You can help someone in the name of love who is Jesus. So I ask you today, Will you trust in the Lord with me so we can be like well-watered trees, having strength and even to share as we bear fruit for the Lord? Let's declare God's divine security over our lives. Beloved friends, I've come to the end of my message and I would like to end this episode with a prayer for those who are struggling right now and for those who want to put their trust in the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would forgive us for putting our trust in the natural things of the world and not putting our total trust in you. We declare your divine security by putting our trust in you, that you will meet our every need and provide for our families and friends. Even now, in the time of trouble, when we feel as though there is no hope and we are enduring a spiritual, financial, and healthcare drought, help us not be afraid, O God, and to trust in you, O God, and to rest in your divine security. We trust in you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening, beloved friends. Here is a word of wisdom. Let's stay in prayer. Meditate on the word of God. It's good for our mind, body, and soul. May God bless you abundantly and let's connect at my next episode. Thank you again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my new episode. Today's covenant blessing is success. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine success in our lives. Many times I hear people, including myself, attach success with wealth or riches. Not every success is attached to wealth. Success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. If you have an aim or goal to gain wealth and riches and you've accomplished it, then of course, you can attach success with wealth or riches. But if you have an aim or goal to jog three times a week and accomplished it, guess what? You've been successful as well. How do we be successful in God? Ecclesiastes chapter 1010 reads, If the axe was dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he may use more strength. But wisdom brings success. 
Did you hear that, friends? Wisdom brings success. This means if your tool is dull and you don't have the necessary skills to get the job done, you will find yourself overcommitted, overwhelmed, and overworked. But training and practice bring success. Friends, God give us gifts, and it's up to us to nurture that gift so we can perfect it. Whether you have a calling on your life in ministry or business or both, it is our duty to get the necessary skills to get the job done effectively. Most important, invite God. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. Some people have a hard time committing their work to the Lord. Some people do it superficially, claim it's for the Lord and doing it themselves. Others give God control temporarily and take it back. Some give God full control and not put forth the effort. We cannot gain success that way. We must maintain a balance and trust God wholeheartedly while carrying out the plan with full effort. Do you have a specific task, a gift, a business, a ministry, job, career that you have committed to the Lord? If you have, that's great. You will be blessed. If not, it's not too late to do so. God is so good. He wants us to commit everything to him and to depend on him so we can be blessed and successful. Here are a few words of wisdom. If you want to know God's success in all that you do, ask for and follow his wisdom in all that you do. Guys, I'm coming to the end of my episode and I would like to end it with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your success in all that we do. Forgive us for being self-willed, selfish, and prideful with our business, our gifts, our talents, our jobs, our careers, and assignments. We ask for your divine success. We come against the spirit of lack and ask that you would release the spirit of wisdom over the things that you have gifted us with. For your word says in Jeremiah 17, 7, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. We apply this scripture over our lives so that we can be a blessing to others in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening and let's connect at my next episode. God bless you and goodbye for now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. And today's covenant blessing is the Holy Spirit. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of the Holy Spirit working in your life. Sometimes it can feel as though the Holy Spirit is not working in our lives. Even though we may feel that way, He is. Let's read the book of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 17. And it says, If you love me, you will obey what I command, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. Jesus was getting ready to ascend in heaven and told the disciples he will be leaving them, 
but he would remain with them. The counselor, the spirit of God would come after Jesus was gone to care for and guide the disciples. The Holy Spirit is the very presence of God within us and all believers, helping, teaching, guiding, and reminding us about Jesus. The Holy Spirit is a powerful person on our side, working for and with us. When Jesus says we can ask for anything, we must remember that we must ask in his name, according to his will. God will not grant requests against his will and character. We cannot use his name like a magic wand to fulfill our selfish ways or our selfish desires. Our requests should be aligned to his will and he will grant them. For example, if you want peace in your life and you ask God for it, he will grant it because it is God's will for you to have peace in every circumstance. For he is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Prince of Peace. The Holy Spirit is in our very presence right now because he's instructed me to speak to you today because this is his will for you to listen to this message. God is so awesome. Now, I have been guilty of manipulating my way into situations, in and out of situations in my past, but I can tell you it was not of God because it's not his character. God is not a manipulator and the Holy Spirit convicted me of that and I had to repent from it. Is there anything that you have done that was not of God's character? If so, Bring it to God and ask for forgiveness and turn away from it. He is a loving God. In the book of John, chapter 14, verse 26, it says, But the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. The Holy Spirit will help us the same way he did with the disciples. As we study the Bible, we can trust him to plant truth in our mind, convince us of God's will, and remind us when we stray away from it. God has blessed you with his powerful Holy Spirit to comfort, teach, and remind you of the words of Jesus. Friends, I have come to the end of my episode, and I would like to end with a prayer. Holy Spirit, we invite you in our very presence at all times so you can comfort us, teach us, and remind us of who you are in our lives. We thank you for your powerful Holy Spirit that you have blessed us with. Forgive us if we misused your name. And thank you for convicting us when we are operating outside of your will and that your love will bring us back to you. We declare your blessing over our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I pray that this was a blessing to your soul. God bless you and let's connect in my next episode. Thank you for listening and goodbye for now.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. And today's covenant blessing is truth. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine truth in our lives. How many times have we believed Satan over God with negative thoughts going through our minds, confusion, fear, anxiety, cloudiness, identity crisis, all caused by deception? Notice I ask, how many times have we believed Satan over God? Because I've witnessed people go through the same cycle with deception being the root of their issues. Some people go through the same battles because they don't want to be set free from the lies of the enemy and they remain in bondage to the point that deceit becomes second nature in their lives and yet to believe another lie. Most people do not consciously realize that they are being deceived. But if we don't follow God, we cannot hear from him and we will be open to the snares and traps of the enemy. The enemy's lies bring bondage, but the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ sets you free. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus is the truth that sets us free. He frees us from self-deception and deception by Satan. Deception leads to doors open to sin. For instance, if we continue to believe the lies of the enemy, we are now making Satan our father, for he is the father of lies. John chapter 8 verse 44 reads, You belong to the father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Jesus was describing the character of Satan. Jesus was talking to the religious leaders in this verse. They didn't understand him because they refused to listen to Jesus. This verse shows how much control Satan had over them because the truth was right there in front of them and they did not want to accept him nor understand him. Satan still uses people to try and corrupt the kingdom of God. If we follow Jesus, he will show us clearly the way to eternal life with God. Jesus does not give us the freedom to do what we want, but he does give us the freedom to follow God. By seeking God, he will show us who we are meant to be in him. Romans chapter 8 verse 17 reads, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we make also share in glory. Beloved friends, do you know what this means? This means we are no longer a slave to sin. We are the master's children. What a blessing. God has given us his best gifts, his son, his Holy Spirit, forgiveness, and eternal life. Oh, how wonderful it is to be led by the Holy Spirit. This verse also tells us that there's a price to pay for following Jesus. Christians too must suffer, but nothing compares to the great price Jesus paid to save us. Beloved, 
Are you tired of being deceived? Let's come to Jesus together and declare divine truth. Heavenly Father, we come to you and ask for forgiveness of our sins, known and unknown. For your word says in Matthew 18, 18, Jesus says, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We bind the spirit of deception from Satan, self-deception, and we loose your divine truth in Jesus' name. We want to be identified with Christ so that we can inherit the kingdom of God. We declare divine truth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening, friends. I hope this message was a blessing to your soul. Let's connect at my next episode. God bless you all and thank you again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. Today's covenant blessing is understanding. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine understanding over our lives. Can one truly say they understand God to the fullest? I know I cannot say that. The Bible is our life instruction manual and it helps us understand who God is in our life. When you meditate on the word of God, he brings understanding of the word to us. Have you ever had an aha moment from God when he suddenly drops an understanding of something in your heart? I believe we all had that experience in our lifetime. Some aha moments are understandings that come later in time. And that's okay when that happens. You may not understand certain things at that very moment, but he will bring it later. John chapter 13 verse 7 reads, Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know this after. In this verse, there was a lesson to be taught to Peter, but Peter did not understand at that very moment what Jesus was doing. When we get an understanding from God, it gives us more encouragement to be faithful to him. 2 Timothy 2 verse 7 reads, Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Paul was speaking to Timothy and told him to reflect on his word and God will give him insight. God speaks to us through the Bible, his word. As we open and become receptive to him, he will give us understanding in everything. We too must reflect on the word of God and he will give us insight. As I mentioned earlier, the Bible is our life instruction because God speaks to us through the Bible. When we meditate on God's word, he gives us divine understanding. God shows us his timeless truths, and we must apply it in our walk with him. Beloved friends, let's declare God's divine understanding through prayer. If you feel like you are struggling to understand God and his word, let us come to Jesus together and ask for his divine understanding. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your understanding in all things. Forgive us when we get frustrated and when we don't understand certain things in our lives or we don't understand the Bible at times and walk away from it. We serve a mighty and powerful God. Your love is sufficient from everlasting to everlasting. We come against the spirit of lack and oppression and we lose your wisdom, your love, your abundance, your freedom and your joy. And we declare your divine understanding in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Here are some more words of wisdom. By giving careful thought to the counsel of God's word, you will understand his marvelous ways. I pray this devotion was a blessing to your soul and it was received with a cheerful heart. Thank you for listening and God bless you. Let's connect at my next episode.